I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Anything for Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> We're not you, Mexican is. You're Puerto Rican? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. <laughs> Rather than just using the word before, uh, what's going on, mi gente? Welcome back to another episode of For Christ y Cultura, your favorite podcast. And I am your friendly neighborhood co host, Jonathan Gonzalez, aka John the Presby, aka El Que Se Come Todos Los Tacos, aka I Like My Salsa Extra Hot. Y si no me hablas tal. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Scratch that. We are not here to talk about tacos. We are here because it's parte numero dos of Caro's story of our new series, God's Fingerprints, where we go back in time and share you guys, share to you guys our life stories, our testimonies, how God has sovereignly been working in our lives from the very beginning, slowly drawing us to himself for his glory. Thank you guys for listening. And if you have not listened to part two, obviously go back and listen to part one. And I will see you guys next week. Here you go. The rest of Gano's story for Crazy Cultura. Dale. My first year of college in this very rigorous program, um, I was not doing well. I was I got overly involved in things to kind of like numb myself and like numb like hide, kind of like not have to deal with like my internal like struggles. And I think I overcommitted to a lot, and that led me to I ended up getting a. A D in a statistics class and in this program it's so rigorous that if you get anything lower than a C you get kicked out of the program and so I got kicked out of the program I was really I was under a lot of stress and anytime that I would go under a lot of stress like my anorexia and the, the eating disorder would just like kick in yeah and so it did and I began I I, I like I hit rock bottom again and so then at this point it takes us to me applying to this like retreat in Tennessee because th- it was part of like this this these programs that the 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 community college offered to oh wow I I didn't I didn't think this was uh like the university I thought this was like a church function kind of conference no no so it, this was a spirituality uh like a new age buddhist buddhism spirituality retreat so like you go there and you connect with nature you do yoga you like learn how to cook vegan you get off the grid basically and you try to like connect with nature (laughs) for like spiritual purposes but yeah and so i was into that i that's something that i haven't like shared um my aunt in seeing me struggle through all that i was like going through she was like i guess she my aunt is someone who believes in like takes the good of every religion and so she sees good in catholicism and she takes that she sees good in buddhism and so she takes that and she she just thought of like inviting me to to the buddhist temple and like to look into that and so i did and it was like i guess 
of some interest and so then this proposal to go to Tennessee kind of like coincided with my interest in Buddhism and yoga and so I applied and I got in um and so this was just the perk of being in this program this like honors honors program in the community college and so that was that that first year then for like first year of college then a summer and so it was one week of the summer but after the summer the next the next academic year i was no longer going to be in this honors college because of that statistics statistics class and so i was devastated and like i said like just hit rock bottom again and so my parents told me like hey just because we don't know what else to do with you here like we're gonna send you to colombia during the summer so you can go to rehab like intensive rehab for this eating disorder and so i kind of had that in mind and so I, i'm fast forwarding right now to the conversation on top of the mountain with with stephanie and so she's asking me like hey so like what are you gonna do during the summer and hesitant i kind of just like i told her i was like i'm gonna go to rehab and she asked further i told her a little bit more and then we ended up she and like I, I, there was at some at some point there she she tells me like hey like there's something that i need to like ask you and i was like okay ask me and she says were you sexually molested when you were little and i was like i have not told you that like you don't know me like what what do you mean crazy so that's part of like that seed that god planted like god used her whatever this girl saw or whatever she whatever thought came through mine because i strong i i believe that i believe god uses those things um so she she just like she said i just felt like i needed to ask you this and so she asked me this and i was like mind blown like in my head i'm like wow so you god might be real because Mm -hmm. this Wow, you had so you had this Christian there. She's a Christian. She's a she's she so, is a Christian. Mm-hmm. Did she tell you that she was a Christian, like right in the beginning, or when did she, she... told me straight up? Like she shared the gospel with me. Yeah, uh, like after. Dang. Not at not at the beginning. I don't think at the beginning. This was like the third day in Tennessee. So I just remember her being obnoxious. Like I remember being in the airport in Miami and her getting here getting to the airport and me just thinking like oh my gosh like this girl is so annoying because she's just wanting to be my friend and i don't i I don't i didn't come here to be friends with anyone i just came here to like get my retreat like disconnect from reality like calm down like relax and so she was like very persistent and wanting to get to know me but she didn't really mention um she didn't really mention god until that conversation that we had um, outside the cabin that's yeah. crazy and so then she was like i don't know like that's why i'm not saying that this is coincidental like i really believe that god is like god brought you here and brought me here at this time so that i can share with you that he loves you and that he wants to like save you from yourself and in my head i'm like that's crazy because i hate him like if i could see him right now i would spit at him because i just have that hatred towards him and i don't know why i just do um and so she's like that's fine like he still loves you and so then that's when she was like hey like if we're gonna be here for another four days like if you have any questions or anything like just know that i'm here and i can like i can we can pray even and i was like sure i went to my room and like wrote that in my journal i was like no freaking way like this is insane because at this point like i didn't mention but i 
with because of the whole eating disorder like and my just like noticing like how much how much like burden i was putting on my parents like i was starting to think of like suicide as like my only way out and so that was like huge during this time i was just very much like yeah i might not even make it to rehab because rehab is so expensive like i, I don't want to have to put my parents through this because i knew deep inside that rehab wasn't going to do it for me like i already knew how to manipulate like the therapy and the system to get what i wanted and to just like please my parents you know and so i knew going in like that i was gonna do this and so in my head i'm like suicide is my way out like they won't have to deal with me i won't have to deal with myself and so that looked like a pretty like favorable option for me and so but it was scary you know i was like like so scared of that and so in her coming to tell me this that hit that hit like deep i was like man like now my only other option is not suicide my only my other option can also be like believing what this girl's telling me wow that's <laughs> crazy caro so this lady sovereignly was there shared the gospel with you kind of freaked you out mm -hmm. a little bit um i wouldn't say she shared the gospel with me because she didn't tell me like you're a sinner you're in need of a savior but she said like god is your only hope and i think that to me was like a like a hook i was like you need to hear that if you're telling me that like i might take it because i'm at like i'm almost at the end of myself wow. and so mm -hmm. out of pride like i didn't reach out to her i didn't come up to her i in fact like removed like separated myself even more from her during those last four days and towards the end of our last day there like deep something in me told me like just go tell her to like ask her if you can sit next to her neck in the in the airplane and so i fought it for a while but then i was like okay i'm just gonna ask her and so i did and she's like yes let's sit together and so we ended up sitting together flying back to miami together during that time like we we talked a lot and she ended up inviting me to a bible study at her house the following day and so in a heartbeat i was like yes i'll be there <laughs> damn um and all this from some secular yes non-christian spiritual awakening ish yes thing there happened to be a christian woman there that shared the gospel with you that's god's finger crazy there. yeah and she was for she didn't even want to go to this retreat because she's like what the heck like i don't want to be there her boss forced her because they needed to have a rep from that college that that specific community college to be there and the only person that they can think of was her and so her boss basically That's forced God. her and like bribed her to go and so there she is and here i am that's got fingerprints exactly exactly crazy crazy <laughs> Que solo un mordisco Mira lo que hizo De donde este miedo Al rayo de luz De donde este hielo Sobre el mar azul Que tenía en mente La astuta serpiente Que estaba escondiendo Entre diente y diente Cuando nos... So this lady shares 
uh, God with you. You find out that he is your only hope. So from that mountaintop experience, where how did you get here to where you are now? How did Caro get here um, from how that moment there? Yes. So it took it took loops that um that needed to happen. And so I, I ended up at this particular church. It happened to be a Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie went to a Pentecostal church and in this church I was not really I was in I I I was much more introduced to like the experience of God. And so I really ex- like the emotionalism of like Christianity. And so it was very much so like like Holy Spirit and like they they speak in tongues and there is like retreats where they like they do um what is it what are these called they do encuentros they do encuentros but they do exorc not exorcism is it exorcisms no right no um, or like you get li- li- liberated from like spirit delivered Liberate. deliverance deliverance oh my gosh <laughs> so i for this is like still weird to me but i during a retreat in that church like I ended up being delivered from something. And so What? Like I, I don't know. So then that like that like for real for real like one day you had something inside of you and the next day you didn't? I don't even know. So what the it's it's kind of <laughs> How did you know? Because I remember the experience. I remember like being in a circle and then all of a sudden and my sister too, my sister was in front of me because she my sister at this point like started going to this church with me and so she came to the retreat and then we're in a circle like just chanting Jesus and then all of a sudden like my eyes go all the way back and then I fall to the floor and then they carry me to a room and then they're like pinning me down on the floor because I'm like moving like crazy and then wow. um they're like they keep i just remember them he- telling me like they they're like oh bring the oil so then they put some oil on me and then they put Gotta some water the and then they say like say the name say the name and then i'm like in i'm like up some subcon like i'm a, i'm not conscious at this moment i just feel myself like fighting them like a crazy woman and so then they keep wow. on telling me say the name and then when i i say like lazaro which is the name of the guy that abused me why what? i have no idea but they're like after i said that like i calmed down and then i just remember like them sitting me down and like giving me food and like just giving me water and like yeah just like calming me down so weird i don't say this like (laughs) really just because it's seen as weird you know but i i went through it and i remember like everything about it (laughs) well gato i'm glad you brought up uh, you're the first one who brings that element into this <laughs> because you will find out that a lot of our stories will bring up weird things that we cannot even explain. Things that we look back and you're like, I don't know what that was, but that I've, I experienced that. So I'm glad you're the first one to do it because you'll probably hear in my story and Sway's story. Uh, similar spiritual things like that. I honestly, so they told me something. They told me, if you now choose to depart from the faith, this is going to come back sevenfold. And so I was like, I freaked out. <laughs> You're like, I oh, had nightmares. No. I was like, 
what? Then I'm sold. For, I'm sold out to this because I cannot. I cannot. Um, I cannot go through go through this again. And so what that kind of led to was like a lot of like supernatural things just happening like in my life. Like every for like a couple months, like I was in bed and like I would feel like seven black things walking around my room, and I just remember having to like get on my knees and pray because I'm like like rebuke those things in the name of jesus because that's what they would do in this church and so i was like without much knowledge i was just like oh my gosh i rebuke you in the name of jesus and just pray and worship like so i spent three months of my life like doing that continuously because i'm like this is freaky it was like a scary movie and so if you call that deliverance i don't know but that's what i went through (laughs) damn kind of over here fighting demons having some spirit some real spiritual warfare so something that this experience definitely did was like instilling me like like i clearly saw how like just the like christianity saved me from myself because at this point like i wasn't suicidal and my eating disorder was a little under control and so i think my focus was just so much on like getting to know this god that i was like not focusing on these other things that were affecting me before um but it was still like a very superficial understanding of christianity and very like like a baby baby believer um my friend Stephanie was having conflict with this Pentecostal church and she was a leader and so she ended up getting kind of like asked to leave and so when this happened I was like she asked me like hey do you want to come with me or do you want to stay and so I was like no like you brought me here I'm leaving with you and so she ended up going to this other church that is considered kind of like a non-denominational church and so I was there from like 2013 up until like 2015 and again like God in God's providence I just needed to be there because I experienced like community so like people received me for who I I was and like I really felt like love from people um again like I don't I can't say that they like broke down the gospel for me but 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 you had to I just continue to go through that right yeah go through all that Yes. And what that did in me, I looking back now, it's just like want to know more about God. Like there is more to God than just like community. There's more to God than people being loving to me. There's more to God. There's more to God. And so that was always like my prayer. Like I just want to know more about you. I want to like grow more in my knowledge of you. And so then that led me to 2015. 2015, I was in a in like a pretty like serious relationship that um that ended i was i was engaged and so that just through things that came up towards like close close to the wedding like i realized that i just couldn't go through with this wedding and so ending the wedding really put me like a really like emotional place in my life damn so then how how long was the engagement from like march to october of 2015 the wedding was supposed to be december 2015 so like about nine months do do you feel like you you got rushed into this like you did things too quick or what no no we we dated from like the end of 2013 till about 
that time yeah so just things came up that towards like during the engagement period and getting closer to the wedding that i was just things i hadn't like had to deal with before or see in him before and then also just not to like put it all on on him like there were also things that i just didn't i i wasn't walking with like a like people weren't walking me through what like real marriage was gonna be and so they were painting this like perfect picture that i i wasn't experiencing at this moment i was experiencing like a sinner and i was experiencing my sin and so i was just like trying to reconcile that and part of like my my way out was like we can't do this like we just we can't go through with this um at that point like god had been putting i think this is just side note like um just missions has always been like a thought in like the back of my head and so getting closer to the wedding like that was more of a desire in me because i was like approaching the like my uh graduation from like my bachelor's and so i was really considering like becoming a a full-time missionary overseas and so um he wasn't he wasn't for that a hundred percent the way that i felt like he needed to be if he wanted to like be my partner and so that just added to everything else and then yeah it just kind of just didn't happen um and so ending that for like from march to october like i was already preparing myself to like be a wife and like change like go to from one season to another and so that changing from like one day to the next kind of put me at like emotionally just like at a bad place where it had me like really questioning like my faith all over again like and just seeking more answers and and as to like how does faith play a role in like difficult moments like these and the church unfortunately wasn't able to to walk with me through this like i wasn't i just what i remember hearing a lot was just like like the best is yet to come like god is with you like but it wasn't it wasn't solid truths that would that were strong enough to get to convince me that christianity was like strong enough of a foundation that to carry me through these like really hard times um and then on top of that the church was also going through some like changes so they were going from like calvary chapel to hillsong and that was already like in my like it was calling it was like raising red flags as far as like what i was getting in church and so if it it was like turning more into like a concert and like a motivational like talk where i wasn't getting i wasn't getting what i felt like i needed to be receiving at church dang and i guess that shows like your maturity how much you've grown since uh you know that hilltop Mm -hmm. experience but also like it's kind of cool seeing that even back then you kind of noticed that something was going on or something was wrong or you weren't getting fed the way you were supposed to be yeah so back then thankfully um i was going to a bible study that my mom invited me to so there's this lady that used to go to to this non-denominational church she was a, a a leader and then started noticing these changes and decided that she needed to like step out of the church and so she stepped out of the church but kept this bible study that started when she wasn't in the church and so this was the spanish bible study that my mom was a part of and so my mom invited me to it and i started going and so this started like around 2014 and so from 2014 to about like 20 
15 the ends of 2015 i've been going to this bible study where this lady is teaching the gospel like she's going through we went through james we went through romans and she was was herself like reading through john MacArthur, like uh rc sproul like all these reformed teachers and that's what she was teaching us in bible study so she was teaching us like the the doctrines of grace and like what grace meant and in her bible study that's where my eyes were open to like man i'm a sinner in need of a savior like and she yeah she just walked me through all of that and so i would go to bible study on tuesdays and then go to church on sundays and they wouldn't coincide like bible study was solid or where i was receiving like like biblical teaching like she was going through a book and teaching me about myself and about god and like about myself and and sundays it was more like i can't think of an example right now but it was like relationship series or something like that and it wasn't very like i just couldn't reconcile the two and so through that bible study as well like she also walked me through the like the breakup and so my prayer began like i need to i need to look for another church that teaches what this lady is teaching me on tuesdays because she was eventually planning to like end the bible study and so yeah that's kind of like what I think through that Bible study, the Lord started like answering that prayer that I had. Like, there's just more to God. There's more to God than just like, yeah. uh, like loving, nice, loving people in a community. So, dang. So, how does that get you here where you are now? I started looking for a church like crazy. So, I went, I asked her what church she had been like looking into. So, she shared the church that she was visiting and it happens to be the church that planted the church that I attend now. No and so way. I tried going to that church, but the church was way, like too far from for me. Like I wanted to get like be, go to a church that was closer to me. And so I didn't really it just didn't coincide. Like I couldn't I it wasn't working out. So then but I would still like li- like follow them on Facebook and and try to see what they were doing, try to see if they were going to start like a later service. Um, then I see that they posted about a church, a church plant closer to my area at 6 p.m., which worked perfectly for my Sunday schedule. And so as soon as I saw that that same week, I went and I visited Reconcile Church Miami. They were they had just started meeting like this was November. They had just started meeting October 2015. And so I go and Aldo, which is a, um, the pastor from Reconcile Church Miami, is mm-hmm. preaching on Galatians, which is a book that Andreina was like, I think starting to teach. And like what he what? said was exactly what Andreina was teaching us about like grace and like how, mm. um, I don't remember exactly like what Aldo was saying and what she was saying, but I just remember thinking like, this, this is, is it. it. Like this is the church that I need to come to. And so, yeah, that is that I had to like, I was still going to this other church, the, the non-denominational church, because I had committed to, I was ser- serving in a ministry. And so I told them, I'm looking for a church, but by December, I hope to like say goodbye and move to another church. And so God provided Reconcile Church. And so I told them like, by November, I think I, I was, I think I, I had already made the transition. And so that, has been where the lord has had me where i've like build a like 
a community where but ultimately where i have been able to to grow like my roots in the gospel have grown so so deep because by god's grace like god like god just has gifted aldo to like really break down christianity for us and not only break down christianity but like expose the expose like people and expose us to how sinful and depraved we are which in in return like informed me of why i was who i was why i was this angry person mm-hmm. on top of the fact that yeah i was reacting to someone who 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 sinned against me and that led to many consequences but yeah. i was still responsible for the way that i was like re- reacting to this you know so all this hatred all this um like being walked through like the bible the way that he does really informed me of my depravity and my need for a savior and and like that that's just where i am now like right now i'm just more informed of how holy god is how sinful i am and how kind of like my whole story fits into that um providentially yeah yo providentially bringing you to wait, wait first God sovereignly saving you from a bomb going off at your house. And then God providentially bringing you to Miami where you stay with a friend or I mean, you stay with a family member. And even through the rough times and all the bad things you went through, he sovereignly was there molding you, shaping you to this spot that because of this thing that happened to you you were in this dark place and you went on a random retreat non-christian retreat and you meet a believer there who shares the gospel with you and god is your only hope to providentially she lives in the same city as you you go to church with her you learn more and you providentially end up here because of a bible study because of what you've been learning that's wild Wild, yeah and being able to look god's fingerprints all over your life yeah and just like disclaimer like like he's making me into this like like growing me into likeness of of jesus and sanctifying me but i i wouldn't say like he saved me he i I wouldn't say he took away the eating disorder i wouldn't say he took away Mm. like um say that all these like coping mechanisms that i built for myself no he didn't like mm. he is slowly exposing me and making wow. making me aware that those are functional saviors those are yes. little things that i cling on to to replace this perfect savior that i have and so it's a constant dance of like me letting go of this like functional savior that i try to hold on to that i'm just used to and grasping on to this ultimate savior that saved me from the wrath that I deserve because I am sinning against the holy God, you know? And so that puts everything into perspective. And and do do I live it on the daily? No. Like on the daily, like I struggle. Like I said, mm. that that dance of like I want this functional savior. I want this thing that makes me that that I'm familiar with. Yep. Then I hold on to it. It it disappoints me it falls short and then i am reminded like wait there's this there's like there's jesus and he died for me and he and so yes yeah say that say that 
Dang. Yo, like that's such a perfect way to to finish it off because you know like most of the time when people talk about like their stories they it's like yo i was once this and now i got it all together now like now that i have jesus my problems are gone i don't struggle with sin anymore like they paint this Mm -hmm. unrealistic thing but the reality is that we fight this fight every day and yes, God has delivered us from a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Things might have changed overnight, but there's things that stay and we keep struggling with. Yeah, like cursing. I don't curse as much as I did before. I don't curse, period. He like took that away. You and me both, sister. <laughs> Contrary to popular opinion, <laughs> I don't curse. But uh, that is very important because mm-hmm. the struggle will always happening. God is slowly For molding sure. us into his image using all these things to perfect us and our hope is not in how well we do these things mm-hmm. or how clean we stay but our hope is in the the person who started the work will finish the work he is our mm-hmm. he, he is our beginning and our start and our sustainer through the struggle through the times where we're on fire through the times where we're, we don't we ain't feeling it god is molding us into his image that's sanctification. yeah i'd say that in sanctification what i've like realized is that the struggle becomes my friend because it reminds me that the only hope i have is not that the struggle ends but that i have well. the solution to the struggle which is christ like i get to look forward to this like like what we were talking about earlier in the first part, like that creation reality, like that garden mm. communion that will will be will be happen will happen once like we're with him. I get to experience that. I get to experience like a taste of that, a, an appetizer of that in that communion with like Jesus. Because when I was yeah. still a sinner, like he died for me, and my problem is not that I was. My fundamental problem is not that I was abused. My fundamental problem is not that I had an eating disorder. My fundamental problem was not that I like I got kicked out of like this honors college. My fundamental problem is that I'm a sinner and like he has fixed that core problem, that foundational problem. And I can always look up to like I, I can always look to that as like Yeah. My hope. You know, like my biggest problem was solved. And so everything falls under that and in, in, in it's placed into perspective. And and so, yeah, struggle is not like becomes kind of like an ally now. Like I get to see my struggle as like a, an arrow to point me to the true, true hope. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the law does. Like because we are set free, we could now laugh at 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 sin like oh death where is your sting it does no longer condemns us you know who could separate us from the love of christ neither death nor life nor our struggles our failures uh (laughs) crazy people threatening us with we're gonna be seven times worse if we leave the faith (laughs) um nothing can separate us from the love of god the work that god has started will he will complete it so that was theology for your back pocket by caro thank you so much caro for being so open uh, we are so lucky to have you on the team i know it's probably hard to share everything you share with us but you 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 gave us a lot and you're just dropping bombs like always uh, that's why we call you the gospel gangster 
Super grateful for you. Super grateful that you're a part of the podcast. Uh, that you could bring your story here. You know, this is one of the reasons. I mean, it, it was mad encouraging for me. It's praiseworthy. <laughs> it is sure. praiseworthy. This is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this because um, just, I guess, for people to see or hear our stories of the people behind the microphone, you know, like what God has done in our lives and how he uses like basic things and things that um, doesn't seem significant when it happens, but put together, God is sovereignly working behind the scenes. That's why we call this God's fingerprints, because you could see God's fingerprints all over our lives from the beginning. And he's been good and he's been faithful. So, yes. Yes. But there's more. Can't wait to, to hear about. Yeah. John. So wait, you want to go first? Way. Um, or I could go. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I can go next. That's fine. But yeah. follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and you will hear Sway's story next. Um, and then I could go after that. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for staying. Tune in next week for Sway's story. Sway from Philly and uh, X-Pimp. Or another <laughs> one of God's fingerprints. Another one of God's fingerprints. Another one of God's fingerprints. So, I'm yes. excited. Yes. Yeah, so remember that we are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, continue to follow us. Interact with us there. And we also have our number, which you can call in and comment. And that is 775-391-0704. Yes. So don't forget, don't forget to look out for our Patreon, which is coming soon. Yes. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Patreon coming soon. Just wait on it. <laughs> <laughs> We've been saying that for a while. We need to release it ASAP. Yeah, mm. don't forget to go over to Righteous Rags and type oh, yeah. in Cultura and get a 10% discount. 10%. Go support the homies. Urban Church Planning. Code Cultura at checkout. Receive 10%. You already know what it is. For Crazy Cultura, uh, we out this mug. Peace. intellectually inclined for me to rest in the deception that my flesh gonna be just fine no it definitely is dying what threatens me is time to make sure that there is more than just some debt i leave behind so i bless the beat with rhyme on a quest to feed your mind the recipe to set you free can't let you be this blind brother you're seeking pleasure that gets weathered in its time Heaven's only heaven if forever's intertwined And I'm feeling so blessed beneath his shine Set free from my debt to be accepted in his line I'm savoring my savior, put my effort to his grind Long as I'm in his favor, I will never need a dime What he gave to me is paper free, it's real man, it ain't make-believe This'll change your diet, homie, try it bro, just taste and see And you will never thirst or hunger I'm telling you fella, that he's the umbrella You put your hurts up on me I curse you, you're beautiful, I'm ugly and I don't deserve you